Good evening, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri, for our final worship service of the 2017 calendar year. Pastor Jake Sletton will deliver a sermon message today, and we will be following the order of evening prayer found on page 243 of the Lutheran Service Book. May God be with us and bless us as we worship Him. Is it on now? There. Okay. Yeah, maybe just not having it quite as loud because, well, they're right here. So, <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Yep, yep. Uh, that's perfect. Come on in, Mennings. Come on in. So, we're going uh, to be following the order of evening prayer. Again, it's page 243 in the front part of your hymnal. Kind of one that we don't do very often, but... A good one, though. It's what, one of those ones that they call it an oldie but a goodie, I think. So, yes, as Lutherans, we can never get too close to the front. That's right. Fine. Uh, okay, so we were going to begin with evening prayer, page 243. All of the responses, unless I tell you, uh, will be spoken. Okay? Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The light no darkness can overcome. Stay with us, Lord, for it is evening. And the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness. And illumine your church. Joyous light of glory. Of the immortal Father, Father, heavenly, heavenly, holy, blessed Jesus Christ. Christ. We have come to the setting of the sun, and we look to the evening light. We sing to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy of being praised with pure voices forever. O Son of God, O giver of life, the universe proclaims your glory. Our God, King of the universe who led your people Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Enlighten our darkness by the light of your Christ. May his word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation. And we, your creatures, glorify you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We say Psalm 141, the psalmody, together. Let my, Let my prayer, prayer be right before, before you as incense. incense. The lifting, the lifting up, of up of my hands is the evening sacrifice. sacrifice. O Lord, Lord, I call to you. Come, come to me quickly. quickly. Hear, Hear my, my voice when I cry to you. Let my Let prayer, prayer rise before you as incense. The lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. sacrifice. Set a watch Set before my mouth, O Lord, and guard the door of my lips. 
Let not my heart incline to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied by wicked and evildoers. My eyes turn to you, O God, and you I take refuge. Strip me not of my life. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let my prayer rise before you in the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And so we will pray now, and what I want us to do is, it says there, there's a moment for silence for individual prayer. Um, as it is, we are on the, the eve of a new year. If there are things that, that you are concerned about, anxious about in this new year, I encourage you to pray for those uh, when, that, when that time comes. Um, if there are things that you're excited about, pray for those things too, and give, and give thanks for those things as well. And so we pray. the incense of our repentant prayer ascend before you, Lord, and let your loving kindness descend on us, that with purified minds we may sing your praises with the church on earth and the whole heavenly host, and may glorify you forever. Amen. Amen. So we'll sing uh, our first hymn, number 733, O God, our help in ages past. You'll want to put a ribbon uh, on 247. The hymn is 733. O oh God, our help in ages past. 733.
couple of readings from Scripture tonight that we'll also use as the basis for the homily uh, in just a little bit. The first one, um, if you would, take out, there's, there should be some pew Bibles, right? Um, take those out, uh, and we'll use those. The first one is Isaiah 41. Uh, Isaiah 41, starting at verse 8. Isaiah 41, starting at verse 8. Isaiah 41, starting at verse 8. But you, O Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. I said you were my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And next, I want you to turn to uh, Numbers, Genesis, Exodus, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers chapter 14. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers chapter 14, verse 17. Numbers 14, verse 17. Now may the Lord's strength be displayed, just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. And then finally, I want to look at uh, going to the New Testament. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. One of my favorite books, actually. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. You'll find it right before 2 Peter. First Peter chapter 3, verse 18. For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. And so let's go back to our hymnal. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. And so keep your Bibles handy, because uh, we will be looking at that as we go along here in just a little bit. How many of you had a magic eight ball? Okay, Tina's like, I had like three of them. No. So a magic eight ball, do you guys know what a magic eight ball was? Does anybody know what that was? Yeah, so it was supposed to tell the future, right? So you kind of kind of shake it up, and I think there was like one of four or five responses, like, um, what, what were some of them? Uh, what was it? What was it? Maybe. Um, it, but yeah, ask again later. That was my, the one I hated on what I was getting. It's like, no, I want to know now. So the purpose of a magic eight ball was to basically tell the future. You asked it a question. Um, and then it supposedly gave you whatever the answer was. Um, I don't even know if those are still a thing or not. I don't even have mine anymore. Um, but with every new year comes this, I think for all of us, it comes a certain level of it. It might be a lot, it might be not that much, but I think there comes with it a certain level of anxiety um, because you're, you're just not sure. Um, there's a lot of things that, that are uncertain. 
and things that, that we are concerned about, whether it's with our families, whether it's with our, our health, um, the government that we have, um, our kids, all of those, of those kinds of things. And so with so much uncertainty, what is it that we can count on? What is it, uh, um, specifically, what is it that God gives us that we can count on for him? Because we know that so many of these things, as we talked about in the adult Bible class this morning, there are a lot of things that we can tend to sort of put, put our securities in and put our, um, put our feeling of security in, whether that's our families or our finances or our jobs, um, work, the food that we eat, the water that we drink, government, weather, the list goes on and on and on. But unfortunately for us, every single one of those things that we listed off and everything that we can think of except for Christ and his word, um, they're all fleeting. They can all end. They can all stop. Ask anybody who has ever been laid off from their occupation before, and they, and they can tell you that their lives, that life can change within the blink of an eye. Um, ask anybody who suddenly lost a family member, the Luff family, okay? Um, life can suddenly change just in a, in, a, in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye. Um, and so what is it that we can count on in this new year, in this 2018? What is it that we can count on um, that we can be certain of? And I came up with a list. Um, they all, and this list all has different Bible passages associated with it. So you're going to be doing a bit of a Bible workout here, okay? Um, what is it that we can count on? Uh, go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews 13, verse 8. For the first one. Hebrews 13, verse 8. And uh, Amanda, I'm going to pick on you. Will you read that nice and loud for us? Hebrews 13, verse 8. Good. Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. It's kind of a common verse. I think all of us have heard that at one time or another, but what does it mean? What is it talking about? Well, to be super specific about it, it just means that the, that the, that the composition, the makeup of Jesus as both God and man never changes. It is an unchangeable thing. What that means for us is that his grace, too, is an unchangeable thing. I once heard an author describe how God gives us grace, and I thought it was so great. He said, he said God does not give us grace based off of a resume, right? So if all of us were to bring forth our resumes to God just on our own and said, here, God, th this is why we deserve grace, well, of course, we know that it would never match up. It would never measure up. And so for Hebrews to say that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever, in a possible year that, is gonna, that, that will have so many uncertainties. And like we kind of talked about this morning, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in this year that is, uh, that is 
ahead. I mean, unless you get into like horoscopes and stuff, which if you do, let's talk after um, about that. So the first thing that we can count on, that grace is unchangeable. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why I had us read that text from 1 Peter chapter 3. Okay? The death he died, let's, I'm going I'm to read that uh, again. For Christ died uh, for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. You will encounter challenges from Satan in 2018. You can count on it. These challenges are going to take lots and lots of different forms. They could be challenges from your own family. They could be challenges from your work. Um, they could be health. Uh, it could be a, a, a myriad and numerous different ways from which Satan will challenge you and will try to make you turn away from the straight and narrow path. He will even try to make you think, because, it's, because as I've said to many folks, and it, it bears repeating here, Satan never sleeps. He never stops. The moment that you wake up, he is there. When you lie down at night, he is there. He just, he just never stops, at least not on this side of eternity. He will try to make you feel and try to make you think that you are not worthy of God's grace, that you were not worthy of his forgiveness. Um, for those of us who have children, and really it doesn't matter what age that they are, um, as parents it is our responsibility to make sure that, that God is speaking through us in that we announce the forgiveness of sins that we have received to them as well so that they then can give that forgiveness to others. So the first thing, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Grace is unchangeable. We do not need a resume for that. The second thing, the second thing that we can count on, count on forgiveness. Okay? Uh, going back to Numbers 14, 7, uh, 17 through 18. Now may the Lord's strength be displayed, just as you have declared. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. The Lord doesn't like sin. God doesn't like sin. He sent his, his own son to die for that sin. But be assured that he loves to forgive. He loves to give grace. He loves to give love. He loves to be abounding in that love, to give us that abounding love. And so in this next year, this 2018, let's, let's prayerfully remember that. That... The Lord loves to forgive. As we talked about this morning, there will inevitably and more than likely be somebody that you will need to forgive in 2018. <laughs> um, that's just probably going to happen. And the level and the severity of whatever it is that that sin is that needs to be forgiven, through him and through his grace and through the abounding love that he has for us, forgiving our own sin and Rebellion, He then calls us to do that as well. Okay. So the second thing that we can count on uh, is his forgiveness. Always. It never stops. It will always continue. And the third thing, 
The third thing that we can count on in is his presence to be with us. We've just got done talking about Advent and Emmanuel, God with us. Okay? I want to point us to Isaiah 41, 8 through 10. We've read that. But I want to read it one more time. Isaiah 41, 8, 8 through 10. Go ahead and turn there in, in your Bibles if you would like. And I want you to, as I'm, as I'm reading this, I want you to insert your name in that first verse. Instead of it being Israel, I want you to insert your name. But you, my servant... Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. One of my favorite images in all of Scripture is in, uh, is in the book of um, Exodus, right after the Israelites have been set free from Pharaoh. And God, while the Israelites are traveling by day in the heat of the desert sun, he becomes a pillar of cloud. Not only just to let them know that he is with them, but to protect them, to protect them from the heat, to protect them from the sun. And so he becomes a pillar of cloud by day, and then at night he becomes a pillar of fire, so that when the sun goes down and they can't see, that they can see. Again, not, not only reminding them of his presence with them, but to light their path and to show them the way for which they are to go. That's the kind of God that we have. He makes that same promise to you. I promise to be, he says, a pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. I promise to be God with you. I promise to be your Emmanuel. This is the seventh day of Christmas, right? Sixth day? Seventh day. Sixth or, 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 or seventh. Either way, we're still celebrating it. And the reason why we are still celebrating this is because of Emmanuel. It's because of God with us. It's the same reasons why we celebrate Easter for so many days after. Because it's such an amazing thing. It's such an, an, just an absolutely overwhelmingly incredible thing. That we have this God who promises to be with us. That promises and has promised to become less than what he is. To be with you, to be here, to be inside of your heart. So in, in, a, in a year that will undoubtedly have a lot of anxiety and challenges, also joys, also some uncertainties, three things that, that we can count on. Number one, that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number two, that we can count on his forgiveness always, every single time, no matter what the sin is, no matter how many times that we have committed it. And number three, count on his presence to be with you. The virgin will be with child, and you shall call him Emmanuel, 
which means God with us. Amen. Let's sing our next hymn, which is number four, uh, 918. Guide me, O thou great Redeemer. 918. Please rise for prayer. And so I will, uh, I will say the prayers, and then you all, with the help of Susan, will chant the responses. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. For Matthew and for Lee, for all pastors in Christ, for all servants of the Church, for all the people, let us pray to the Lord. For Donald, for all public servants, for the government, and for those who protect us, that they may be upheld and strengthened in every good deed, let us pray to the Lord. For those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in, in this and every place, let us pray to the Lord. For those who bring offerings, for those who do good works in this 
congregation, those who toil, those who sing, and all the people here present who await from the Lord great and abundant mercy, let us pray to the Lord. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. For our deliverance from all, from all affliction, wrath, danger, and need, let us pray to the Lord. For these and for whatever else we need, let us pray to the Lord. the faithful who have gone before us and are with Christ, let us give thanks to the Lord. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Rejoicing in the fellowship of all of the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our Lord. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Please be seated. We'll sing our, our last hymn, Abide With Me, number 878. We're going to sing verses 1, 2, 4, and 6. So abide with me. One, two, four, and six. That, that's number 878. Again, one, two, four, and six.
2017. Um, and so I pray that you all have a very uh, blessed evening. Stay warm. Um, watch out for crazy drivers on the way home. Okay? And uh, um, look forward to seeing everybody on Sunday. Blessings to the uh, students who are going back to school. Okay? Uh, on Tuesday, and there was much rejoicing from the parents. Woo! Wednesday. 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 I thought it was, I thought it was Tuesday. That's, that's good because we would have brought Bradley, and there would have been anybody there. So there you go. Um, it's Bradley's first day of school on Thursday now, I, I guess. So, yeah. Um, pray that you all would have a, a very blessed evening, a very blessed new year, and uh, a blessed week. Yes, and if you have an offering, there's a, a basket right in the back there. Too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been our pleasure to bring you this New Year's Eve worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Flystad, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you're not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistadradio.com. We now commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Happy and blessed New Year from Trinity Lutheran Church, Christ at Missouri.